0: The Fantasy Lounge, live from 92nd in Nashville, formerly 33rd in Emerald, with the same old fantasy football talk. Twelve degenerates from Oak Lawn compete to be the champion. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Move this man! Find out this week on The Fantasy Lounge with your host, Randy Hansen. And Mike Prada. As a gym coach,
1: he was a natural. Show me some hustle! Here's this week's edition of the Fantasy Lounge. And we are live in the Fantasy Lounge! As always, Mikey Mack on the mic. To my right, the commish Randy Hansen. I had a little extra hot sauce on that
0: intro after that big win for me last week. Is that all you got? Dude, that was coming out especially hot. You could tell in your voice, a little chipper after dropping the most points and getting the 20 bucks in the league, um, it's good for you. How are you going to spend that 20 bucks, Mikey?
1: I don't know, you know, I'm going to probably uh, put it in my, uh, invest it, maybe put it in a CD that's going to earn about, you know, 1% point like one percent maybe.
0: Are oh, Your CDs are still hot now. Maybe. Yeah,
1: I think so. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking about, you know. I'm on, you could maybe say I'm on the highest of highs. You m- might be the lowest of lows. Last- I didn't even want to do this podcast today. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Last four weeks, haven't cracked the win column. What's the state of mind in the commission? the commish residence, if you will?
0: Um, pure panic mode. I actually, no, I take that back. I've never felt more confident with the team in a starting roster. But like, at the end of the day, like I said, it's a race to seven. The only good um good thing for us is we 're all like separated by one game there's a lot of people that are are four and five, five, and four flirting around that area with all one game, especially going into divisional rounds uh the next three weeks after week ten so it's I control my own destiny. maybe this is what I needed you know in years past i 've always been that guy that. Um, is always, like, number one and two in the rankings and then just implode in the playoffs. Maybe push my team into playoffs and stay hot the entire time. Maybe it's something different.
1: Yeah, I mean, whatever helps you sleep at
0: night. I know. Um, Any way to justify it?
1: Yeah. You know, it's interesting you mentioned how everybody's kind of right in the thick of things in our league, and that's probably why so many trades went down in the past 48 hours. And... You know, what do you do after someone makes a trade in your fantasy league? You automatically make a snap judgment, a quick judgment on who got ripped. Because that's what everybody wants to talk about. Who got destroyed? Who got taken advantage of in the trade? And so what we're going to do is we're going to actually break down the trades in the, in the sold-out touchdown league over the past 48 hours and kind of give our two cents in on who got ripped and, you know, what that might mean for the, uh, their teams uh, in the following weeks here.
0: You know, I did put out a, a poll uh, starting last week before these trades went down because Gallagher's been hot this entire year with trades. I said, like, why do you think Gallagher trades so much? Is it all part of his master plan was an option? Another option was is he's extremely lonely and needs uh, just a uh, com- conversation with the general people. You know, he's in New Orleans by himself. And wh- what do you think is, he says it's part of his master plan. I've never seen a guy make more trades than this individual this entire year, and it reminds me a lot of, uh, you could say, of high school. Someone you from high school you haven't seen in about like ten years, and they've got a lot of work done to their face and stuff like that. I can't even recognize Gallagher's team.
1: It's really remarkable because you could argue that if he never made one single trade in this league, that he probably would have the best team in the league. Um, but sometimes you sabotage your own success. You know, people don't know how to be successful.
0: No, you live by the, door, live by the sword, died by the sword.
1: Yeah, and so the first trade that kind of kicked off this crazy week was that Gallagher traded away Keenan Allen and Josh Allen and gotten in return. There's a lot of Allens in this trade. Yeah. Traded away Keenan Allen and Josh Allen in return, gets Allen Robinson, Drew Brees. Your initial thoughts when that happened
0: were... I think Gallagher wins that trade. Okay. I, yeah, so Gallagher gets Drew Brees. Drew Brees is coming back and Allen Robinson's number one. But at the same time... Mitch has been so terrible, and the Bears have been so terrible offensively, that you don't even know what to expect come week to week. I last, that, last, Can we just go back to that? last week when you're going in halftime and you have less than like twenty five yards of total offense? Yeah, it was bad. You got Mitch talking about this, talking about um, in press conference that he wants to turn off the TVs at Hallis Hall because there's such negative media coverage on his team. Why don't you just like go, just focus on like being better? Just do anything better.
1: Yes, I'm a little nervous about that from, uh, you know, just, you know, mentally, what kind of place is this team in? What kind of place is Trubisky in? Um, you know, I, we're going to talk more about the Bears probably when you get the mortgage payment. But, uh, you know, I, Detroit this week, you got, I mean, it's a must win. Every game pretty much is a must win now. But you feel that they're, I feel like they're in a decent position to probably win that game, maybe.
0: They lost a heartbreaker last week.
1: Yeah, I don't know. we'll see. I mean, I don't want to talk too much because we're going to talk about it in a little bit. Now, going back to that trade, though, Drew Brees, next four weeks, Atlanta, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Atlanta, pretty cushy schedule. Gallagher kind of needed a quarterback, so I get it from his perspective. I think Brees ultimately is the best player in that deal, and so that's why I think Ryan got ripped a little bit.
0: Yeah, um, to Ryan's defense, um, Keenan was on my team originally when I traded him for OBJ, pretty much. Um, the the week prior, but Keenan Allen is top five right now in targets. It's just the mere fact that he's just flirting around that like twelve point game radius. And Keenan Allen at the beginning of the year popped off the first three weeks. So he's still. I mean, he had a bang up hamstring, but he's still healthy. So if Keenan Allen could turn it on and put it and get in the end zone, because it seems like no one's getting the end zone wide receiver wise for the Chargers besides no. uh, Hunter Henry. Yeah,
1: so I mean Gordon's been been finding the end zone. recently. Yeah, play, so they're is, like
0: rushing a lot, like, and so it it all depends what Keen Allen is, but I think Drew Brees is the best player in that draft.
1: Okay, now a monster here. We're gonna get into the specifics. It's all I mean. Gallagher's just ridiculous right now. He's trade happy. Gallagher trades away or Gallagher trades away Cream Hunt or, or trades away Cream Hunt. Nick Chubb, Diggs, Green Bay defense in return. Um, gets Chris Carson, Carolina D, Devontae Adams, and then Mark Wahlberg. So him and Waldo come together on another blockbuster. Um, in your opinion, Randy, who got ripped on that deal?
0: This is also prior to Mark, Mark Walton being suspended pretty much for the, the rest no, of the season. No, he bases, knew he was already he? suspended.
1: He did? Yeah, he just took him because he was like, all right, just throw something in. So uh, he could drop him? Just so he could drop him. He's technically only suspended four games, so he could possibly come back.
0: No, oh, in the playoffs you gonna play Mark Walton. In the no, no. Yeah. well, I mean,
1: I think he dropped him already.
0: Yeah, um, who wins this trade? I'm, I'm a little. I think Nick Chubb is phenomenal, and I'm worried that you got Kitchens already stating that they're like they're gonna get Cream Hunt the ball. It's my understanding Cream Hunt is this the first week he can actually practice? Cream Hunt comes back this week. Gidgetsonary he's
1: got he's going to have a role this week.
0: But he hasn't been in the he can't be in the facility when he's suspended on the commissioner's list. So what are they what is they seen besides uh last year's film of Cream Hunt that he's going to automatically get in this off this offense. That offense has no identity whatsoever. That's a dumpster fire for everyone that was pumping up the Browns. I think you could say like the Browns and the Bears. I keep bringing it back to the Bears. Mm-hmm. But who had the most hype even though Bears could be a super supercalm team, that I've never seen two teams that just have not lived up to anything that they were supposed to be. Too much noise. You know what they said? Too much noise yeah. going in the season. Um, um, I know going back to trade Devontae Adams can rupture that. that I don't understand what that injury. He hops over his coach pregame um, in warm-ups last week, and yeah. you need maybe another week of Devontae Adams being healthy. Devontae Adams is top three wide receiver when healthy, but... It's just his health mark is uh, a huge question.
1: I look at this from Waldo's perspective. Um, I know Diggs has been better of late, but I rather really have Devontae Adams. And then I think about Chubb and Hunt now. Look, what's concerning to me is Dontrell Hilliard last week we played forty percent of the snaps. Um, pretty much every week Chubb or Chubb has gone down in snap percentage. So I I don't know, you figure that's like them trying to see what kind of role Hunt's gonna have by kinda of working in Hilliard. So I'm assuming Hunt's gonna have just as many uh snaps, play just as many snaps as Hillary did last week. And so you're getting Chubb, but like what kind of Chubb are you getting? You're not getting the Chubb that's was, you know, really dominating the first five, six weeks of this uh, NFL season. And so you know, is Chubb better than Carson? I mean Chris Carson has been besides the fumbles, Chris Carson has been, you know, one of the most reliable fantasy running backs this year. Um and you know the you know since week five has or six week four hasn't put up a, a single digit fantasy game. So I think Gallagher won that trend. I think Waldo got ripped a little bit, and also from the standpoint that if Devontae if 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 Devontae is healthy, like I read, I without a doubt you take more digs.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So we'll go for. I mean, we'll see about that. Now a my a little a little deal a little sprinkle deal. Also, too, just touching that Carolina D is kind of the throw in in there. And they actually been pretty solid. They're yeah. top five fantasy defense. I, th- I
0: think uh, them and Green Bay are kind of a... Uh, Green Bay's put up some duds the last four weeks after coming out kind of hot. But, yeah, Carolina D against Green Bay this week. You don't know what you're going to get. You're, Aaron Rodgers ain't going to turn over the ball. So, unless they're getting sacks or a special teams play. But, yeah, I, I like Chris Carson. I think Chris Carson's even though he's got three touchdowns on the year, I think he's got to get in the end zone more.
1: Yeah, a little bit. I agree. Um now a small deal here, Jimmy Garoppolo, um getting traded by Waldo to Simo's team for Ty Johnson. Um this is just a strictly one week deal for um Simo to play Garoppolo. Uh he did have to give up a little bit of a
0: price. Uh what do you think about it? Um I know Waldo picked up Jimmy G right off waivers. So probably uh, for this
1: specific reason. Yeah, so Simo so- probably didn't want to have to use the waiver on Garoppolo, so he saves his waiver and gets the quarterback he's got, he he's wants, got, he's
0: got, he's which always, is probably pretty savvy on his part. Yeah, he's he's playing for wins week to week as he most stating before. Um, you don't you don't know what the Lions' backfield's gonna be, so at least with, with Jimmy G, you got to plug and play this week. Um, Jimmy G's only had two games where it was over like twenty five points. I mean, he had that forty burger last week, and he had another thirty burger. But he he flirts in like the high eighteens. To low twenties. So what
1: kills him is that run game is so good. Yeah, and so he gets Seattle, and again Seattle's defense is, you know, not the not the Legion of Boom in years past. They they're kind of more of a bend not break defense, but they're giving up a ton of points to quarterbacks in fantasy. Um, he did drop that forty burger. grapple did, and he gets Seattle Arizona next two weeks. The thing is, you're not gonna play him next week because you he's got Deshaun Watson. Look, I look at Ty Johnson. And I know two weeks ago he was a huge disappointment. He only played forty um, percent of the snaps, but now with um, Trey Carson not being in the picture anymore, that those snaps went back up. So he passed the eye test for me. Waldo gets a, a running back, probably an RB three that you know he that he needed to on bye weeks to, uh, running back to start. So he gets that, and you know I'm not saying this is a huge deal or anything, but I think it, from this perspective of who probably has a better player that they're actually going to play, it's Ty Johnson. So I think maybe Waldo wins the trade. I'm not saying Simo got ripped, though. But I think Waldo won the trade.
0: Yeah, an interesting stat is Chicago's given up the eighth most fancy points to running backs this season. I mean, you think of Chicago's defense as kind of been nowhere to be found lately, especially since the offense has been so bad. It's put a lot of pressure on that D. So Ty Johnson might be a solid start. I think for both of them, I think it's actually... Looking back, I think it's actually a fair trade for both They, you know, uh, Wasim gets his starting quarterback for the week, and Ty Johnson might be a nice play for Waldo as this week. Both are must-win situations. True. Good
1: point. Oh, okay. The last trade, another Gallagher, especially he traded. He linked up with uh, Dave Stauben. The daily days. Daily Dave. Um, Dave trades away Robert Woods and Tyler Boyd. In return, he gets from Gallagher, Allen Robinson, Devontae Parker. Who got ripped in that deal?
0: Who got ripped? I think... You know, I'm playing Dave this week. And I think uh, Dave might have got a little ripped. And the the reason why is because... Uh, Cooks has been banged up. And he's got concussion uh, protocol. He's in concussion protocol yet again. And he's had concussion issues throughout his career. And I don't know when when he's coming back. So... Evan Woods is a a solid uh, opportunity to get more targets. Is a big play, especially with Tyler Boyd there as well. Um we know we we're talking AJ Green's so maybe he's coming back this week? Question mark. Um so Tyler Boyd's there. You got Allen Robinson, we don't know what the Chicago offense is, but when they do pass the ball it goes usually to to Allen Robinson and Devontae Parker's been actually pretty solid. Um but I think Gallagher wins this trade slightly. Actually looking actually breaking it down now. I think Gallagher wins it slightly. Here's the thing. Devontae Parker has
1: been more than solid. I mean, the past five weeks has averaged about fifteen fantasy points a week. Now I know Preston Williams, who's getting more targets than Parker. You figure the production's gonna to go up a little bit higher for Parker. Even though it's not a sexy name. I actually think Parker might be the mo- could be the most productive player in that deal. So Allen Robinson, I know he's been a monster. I know when Trubisky kind of gets hot, he's looking towards him and he locks on and, you know, Robinson becomes a target monster and stuff. But the concern for me is, like we mentioned before, any given day, you know, Trubisky could be terrible or they could muster 25 yards of total offense and a half. And, and Allen Robinson's looking at a possible two to four to five fantasy point game, which is not good. I will say this about Robert Woods I'm a big believer in the bounce back. You mentioned Cook's injury. <sighs> Woods has not been good, and so I wouldn't be surprised if you you see a stretch where Woods you know pop, puts together a couple twenty pieces. He gets Pitt and then the Bears and then Baltimore and then Arizona. You know, again off a of bye week, I'm assuming that McVeigh is trying to get him more involved, and so I I think Woods actually is a great candidate right now to buy low on, and so I think Gallagher ultimately gets the best of this deal. So I think Steuben gets ripped.
0: And Devontae Parker, when we talk about Devontae Parker, he's had um in the last let's see two, four in the last five games he's had four touchdowns. So five current, zone. again, no personal yeah, now Yeah. So maybe I know Fitzpatrick's been throwing the ball. The guy could throw the ball. You know what I mean? He's a savvy veteran, he's been around the league. I think he's had been on more teams than he has kids and I think he's got nine kids. So the guy's a, a savvy veteran, you could say. But it, it's yet to be determined, I think, on this trade. I think it will, we'll see it in the next let's, two weeks.
1: Real quick, let's talk about Boyd for a second or just the Bengals team in general. Are you completely off the Bengals as any, I guess, as a productive fantasy option? Ryan Finley taking over the helm of Andy Dalton. And again, Dalton actually has been kind of like a
0: sleeper fantasy
1: player. What are your thoughts about any Bengal player now in
0: fantasy? I mean, they're going to be down every game, so... A lot of trash points, um, going in third and fourth quarter. Um, you 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 really don't know. They they they're a huge question. They're tanking, tanking for Tula, pretty much. Yeah, uh, they bench Andy Dalton after Andy Dalton had probably one of the best games of his career. He passed for two touchdowns, over two hundred yards, no interceptions, no turnovers, and they bench him on his birthday. Um, so you could tell, totally tell, they're looking towards the future. That's why I don't know why they're gonna. A.J. Green would want him to even come back. And this is the last year of his deal, so I hopefully they let A.J. Green just go to a winning franchise. Um, but I, I don't know. Like You got Joe Mixon there that's kind of been a fancy bust this year. Um, who, I mean, uh, tate has
1: been okay. Void's um, been okay. Look, so they're bringing in Ryan Finley, rookie out of NC State. Here's a little thing, though, just to maybe if you're worried about Guys being productive. Todd McShay, this is his breakdown on Finley. He said, and I quote, has very fast eyes and reads the defense better than any other quarterback in this class. But even if it doesn't materialize into a franchise guy, this pick is still very good. Worst case, Bengals drafted a good backup at number 104. So my thing is, maybe this guy is, is able to read defenses and you know, m- still allow for guys like Boyd and guys like Mixon and guys like Tate to be productive. Uh, you know, we'll see. I, I, you hate seeing a, a rookie quarterback in because most of the time they're not productive this late in the season. Um, people have compared them to Goff without the arm strength, so take that, for, <laughs> take that for what you want.
0: I don't know what that even means. Yeah, um, so. another redhead quarterback for the Bengals, so... You got another red rocket out there, I guess you could say He's 24, so at least he's been around the block a little bit, huh yeah right. anything's better than what the Bears got, so we'll see. we'll see
1: um it's going to be interesting, so those are the deals you know i as it, i mean my tra- our trade deadlines coming up, some league's trade deadlines is approaching
0: uh, yeah the the on fantasy, it's always the ninth. Uh, So that's the Saturday. For us, we've changed it uh, due to a league vote. And here's a trade from Ryan that's just actually not bad.
1: Uh, So Ryan literally just offered me Saquon Barkley and Metcalf for Mike Evans and Melvin Gordon. No. Barkley, I I mean, in all honesty, Barkley hasn't been the number one pick. And I know he's been hurt. I'm not saying that. But when he's played, look, Daniel Jones... I, he's better than Eli Manning. Don't get me wrong, but it's not it's not producing the fantasy points of that Saquon Barkley Bar- produced last week or last year. And then to get for him to okay, DK Metcalf, he had what? I know he's been like been scoring touchdowns and stuff, but I I he had a huge week. What do you think? I'm gonna pop a chub over one week of DK Metcalf going off. Come on, he's had it multiple weeks that so he's uh, been decent. Uh, yeah, but I mean, where's the volume, at? You know what I'm trying to say? It's not like he's going, like, eight, you know, seven for 90 in tutties. Like, he's going, like, one for, you know, whatever in a touchdown.
0: And you forgot they got Josh Gordon there now.
1: And they got Josh Gordon there now. So, I don't know. I think Ryan's trying to get over on me a little bit right there. To give up Mike Evans and now Melvin Gordon's hot, I don't I don't see.
0: <clears throat> I-, I offered Ryan, OBJ, Breda, and Rivers straight up for uh, Saquon. And he said, not a chance, Ryan. So... There's like, a- I did, I, I'm not going to give up. Like,
1: like Metcalf, okay, again, you know, only one game over six receptions. That was last week. You know, previous to that, he's you know, the highest reception total has been four. You know, he hasn't had more than 100 yards in only but one game, and that was last week, against Tampa Bay, who is literally the worst defense in the league.
0: He's so, very touch dependent.
1: Yeah, so, so, I mean, it's just like, no, no. I mean, if you're going to, no. Ke- Ke- Keenan Allen, are we talking Keenan Allen? Maybe. Is that too much to ask for? I mean, maybe I would do Jacobs and I do Jacobs and Evans for Keenan Allen and Barkley.
0: Is that is that me being crazy? That that might be a nice little swap. Do you have any other RBs? Because you're gonna want one more too. Uh, oh,
1: that's the problem. Like, uh, again, yeah, people overvaluate their own talent. You know, and I get.
0: I it's like know. the stock market, Mike. You
1: yeah, you, now that I'm looking, I didn't realize Barkley put up a twenty-eight against Detroit. Okay, <laughs> right, seventeen, twenty eight, fifteen. 28, since he's been back I mean, that I don't know yeah it's not, it's, I mean I know he's say on Barkley but it's not moving the needle for me it's not a
0: McCaffrey like if that's McCaffrey okay yeah, no, yeah I'm pulling the deal on that does that make it worse if you lost four straight weeks and McCaffrey's just been, yeah, I know he's been out here this, killing yeah. and you still can't find a dub and then Barkley's got his bye and I know Gordon's got his bye week 12 but I,
1: you know no it's, that's just a no-go for me. Okay, let's move on here. I was thinking about this segment and how influential it's been um, to just the fantasy players all around the world, and it's really starting to sink in that we have changed people's lives. And I'm talking about deep-sea divers here, folks. What a segment. You know, the creative team behind, behind the fantasy labs to come up with this just is truly remarkable. So get your get your scuba gear on. Get your snorkel. We are going deep, deep, deep sea diving. Last week we just we, we just took a little swim. You know we just got you know it, it, we didn't get in the deep end. You know what I'm trying to say. We are going. I'm crawling to the depths of the ocean to give you guys some names this week.
0: We've given you ten straight weeks of just. Deep sea fishing, like, like it's like the deadliest catch out here. Yes. Like we're just riding Am the I waves. J- I feel like Jeremy Wade. Yeah. I'm I'm an extreme angler. I don't. That's a great reference. I have no idea. You who know who Jeremy is. Wade is? Not a chance. Oh, yeah, the River Monsters. Okay, well now I know. Now you I gotta know. watch it, man. Um, So we're going right into it, right in the deep end. You know what I mean? Yes, let's do it. Um, Let's start out. We've been breaking this team down a lot since they haven't had a win, just like the commissioner's team in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, We're talking about the Bengals, and we're talking about Auden Tate. Right now he's owning 19% of leagues. In the last six games since breaking into the starting lineup, he's averaged 11.4 points per game. A lot of guys are on buys right now. So he might be a nice option for that wide receiver three. Um, he's averaging 8.6 targets a game, and an interesting stat, he has been targeted 13 times in the red zone this season, which ranks him 4th most in the NFL amongst wide receivers, and to top it off, um, their week 10 matchup is Baltimore, and Baltimore has given up the ninth most fancy points to wide receivers this season, so it might be a nice little plug and chug, you're looking for uh, your guys on byes, some injuries, you might want to put in a little Auden Tate. okay. I mean, we just talked about
1: the Bengals, and again, we got to see Finley, but, you know, if McShay likes them, eh, there's some salt. Eh, there's a lot of ham on that bone.
0: A lot of ham, lot of ham. a lot and, of ham. And, like we said, this team, you know, they're tanking and they're going to be down, so they're going to be throwing the ball a lot coming in the second half. So it's one of those things like, hey, don't be worried going into halftime. Auden Tate's not doing anything. It's like one of those teams when you got Bengals players, like, you know, their players are going to pop off in the second half.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I'm going to stick with the wide receiver position. This man is owning only 1% of Yahoo! League's wide receiver, Atlanta Falcons, Russell Gage. As you know, Mohamed Sanu traded to the Patriots a couple weeks ago. That opened up a spot, and it looks like Russell Gage is has kind of taken over that role here. Look, last week, um, nine targets. He went seven for 58. I I like that production. I like that production. Look, they play a Saints team who um, really only has, like, one really stud corner, and that's um, Lattimore. You figure that he is going to be shadowing Julio Jones. So I I know Julio, you know, he's, you know, um, what's the word? Uh, bah, 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 matchup up proof. proof. Yeah. He's match-up proof. At the same time, though, Lattimore kind of shut down Mike, Mike Evans earlier this year. Um, so, look. I'm expecting Julio to get Lattimore. I think that opens up some uh, options for Gage, who who played in fifty nine percent of the snaps last week. Matt Ryan coming back, no match Schaub. So look, a one percenter with buys that you you're like you mentioned before. Cincinnati's going to be down. Atlanta's going to be down this game. There's going to be a lot of possibly garbage points. Um, and so I I would not be shocked if Russell Gage goes for five for sixty. So that's an option for you know individuals in deep leagues, uh, wide receiver 3, 12-16 team leagues. Russell Gage could be an option
0: for you. Absolutely, and we know that um, Matty Ice has been a little banged up, but uh, Matt Schaub's the backup, and he seemed pretty serviceable. Um, yeah, I think
1: I think Matt Ryan is gonna play. I um, I think he is. I think he's gonna be back.
0: Didn't Matt Shaw throw for like four hundred yards? Fucking rock,
1: dude. Good for him, man. Remember he had that stretch where he was just like literally threw interceptions all he the was time. He's a pick six master.
0: Yeah. There was like a he was going on pace like where pick it. It was like between him and Dave, like who could throw more? Yeah. And it was a nice probably at the same time we were in high well, school. I think Dave night.
1: holds the record. Oakland's record for most pick sixes thrown in a, a single game yeah. with seven.
0: I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah. Sounds about it. Probably a homecoming game, too. You know what I mean? Get the yeah. people going right yeah. <laughs> before the dance. Um, moving on, another wide receiver. We're going a little uh, rookie, uh, Hunter Renfro. There's a picture online circling Hunter Renfro right now. Got more. Yeah, circulating. Yep. He's got more uh, TDs this year than uh, OBJ, which just makes me feel like absolute trash. But Hunter Renfro right now is owned in 9% of leagues. He's had a touchdown in the last two games, and hit, and um, he's dropped an 18.8 and a 17.4. And he's at home Thursday night against the Chargers. Um, being a Darren Waller owner and being able I watch every game, a lot of defenses are keying on. they're not yeah. going to let Waller beat you. And, and Tyrell Williams, and Hunter Renfro has been running free the last couple weeks. So it could be a nice little option as a security blanket for... Uh, for car going forward, no, I agree. I mean,
1: it's good to see Renfro kind of immersion a little bit. Um, Zay Jones is kind of getting some love a little bit, getting some tick. But I think Renfro is the guy to own if you know you don't have Tyrell Williams as a receiver in that offense. So. You know, my only thing is that Thursday night, if you're not 100% on Thursday night, don't start the guy. <coughs> Absolutely. You know, if, you're, if that's not one of your studs or you're feeling maybe that you don't like a matchup, don't start someone Thursday night because there's nothing worse than watching a Thursday night game and,
0: and your guy just putting up a dud. Or you're already in the red going into Sunday. Yeah, that's, that's, the, w- the, that's worst. the worst. feeling. And again, I
1: know projections don't mean anything, but you know it just makes you feel a little different. I know you got two days to let that marinate in the red. Yeah, it puts a little pep in your step when you see that when you see that Yahoo score get green on you. Oh,
0: no! There's no better feeling in sports. Yeah, I mean,
1: I agree. Okay, I this might be my most proud pick ever. I even did some research. I watched some highlight tape on this guy just to see like what he brought to the table. I repeat, this is a zero percenter. Not, you know, I don't, there must be maybe like a fraction of people that have this guy in, in Yahoo Leagues, but it's so small that it counts as zero percent. But again, this is, so. I'm the, this is my most proud. And I'm going to just toot my horn a little bit. Can I do that? Can I pat myself on the yeah, back? Th-
0: yeah, this guy probably doesn't own himself is the way you're saying. in Maybe. Things.
1: But I have been for the past three weeks, four weeks, I've been pumping up. Miami Dolphins players as possible fantasy plays. Just because they're terrible does not mean they're terrible for fantasy. You have to understand that distinction. Just because they're a bad NFL team does not make them bad NFL fantasy players. Preston Williams was productive. We talked about Dante, uh, Devontae Parker in previous shows. We liked Mark Walton. He had a couple of decent games. Gusecki is starting to turn it up a little bit. With Mark Walton suspended, everybody's rushing to pick out, pick up Kalen Blash. Is that correct?
0: There's uh, yeah, someone.
1: Someone that's the guy people are picking up. Yeah. Trust Mikey Mack when he says Kalen Blach did not pass the eye test. So you know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. What other running back is there that might get some tick on a team that is obviously not tanking, but obviously probably not going to win another game, probably wants to get some other people some tick? Oh, to they're see tanking, they, dude. I know, but they was one last week. But to see what they have. And so I, I looked at the depth chart, and then I ran some film on this kid. Miles Gaskin, a seventh-rounder out of Washington, rookie. He actually had a pretty decent preseason for the Dolphins. Look, Fifty-seven total touchdowns in his college career. Go watch the highlight tape on Gaskin. It's about ten minutes of him just dominating. This kid pops on the highlight reel. I'm thinking, if not this week, if Balaj has a bad showing, I'm I'm I'm, I'm expecting ha. Uh, I'm expecting Gaskin to get some some touches this week. But here's a guy that maybe you stash, and then you kind of maybe two, three weeks down the road, all of a sudden he's taking over that Mark Wallen role, and he's kind of putting up ten to fifteen to, 12, to 16, 17 fantasy points a week. That's my that's my that's, that's it. a hot
0: take. That's a hot I don't know, dude. I'm feeling it, dude. I'm feeling it. You go from a guy that got how many rush you gave last week? Uh, zero. Oh, okay. He hasn't
1: played. He hasn't played a play snap uh, NFL regular season snap. I He's always know. fresh, dude.
0: Oh, fresh legs. Fresh legs. You got to love it. Um I'm a little worried about that cuz they are tanking and if they really felt that he, they was this guy was part of their future, why wouldn't they get him some uh, touches earlier? Especially when they know they're dealing well, with Kendrick, Drake and Dar Belage's No, it's
1: interesting about the whole situation right. They moved Drake. Drake looks great in Arizona, by the way. But it's like if they were like they they already have Sold all their Kalen Blas stock stack because I never heard more pump and more praise for a guy in the preseason than Kalen Blash and he is god awful. My point is, why not see what they got in this Gaskin kid? They drafted him. I know it's seventh rounder, but I I think he's gonna get some cracks this week. And again, moving forward, I, I what what just stash him. Go ahead and pick him up. Stash him. See what happens. All right. All right. We just, I, dude, I almost drowned underneath that water. You know what happens like when you go scuba diving and the suction almost pulls out your eyeballs from your sockets?
0: How many times have you have on scuba? Never.
1: Air? I'm just basing that up from a Seinfeld episode. Okay. But you know what? You know what I'm talking about? The suction, because it's such, such a, uh, you know, restricted airspace down there.
0: Nice. That's
1: how I I was gas rare,
0: I was losing oxygen. Nah. Talking about balance gasking. You never want to go up too soon, though. You know what I mean? got to go up gradually. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great piece of advice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, okay, so we're going to do a quick Week 9 rundown so touchdowns league and then do our two-minute drill and then finish with some mortgage payment.
0: Okay. Let's do a little Week 9 recap. Um, we'll go first game last week. Uh, this team sucks, and that is Mr. McCarthy beat me 138 to 121. Dave Sniff's AB's farts channel lost to the Waddles. You remember we said the Waddles was dead and gone. He was with the Walking Dead. Gets a win. Now he's at three and six, making a way possibly to uh, out of the last spot in the league. He had one fifty one to channels one thirty three. Mikey Chest hair changes his name from Mikey Cheesecake or whatever.
1: It was technically never Mikey Cheesecake. I just I just like that name. And I might oh, use Was it, it always Chest No, I just switched that just okay. because I just like how it sounded
0: he drops the most points of the week with a 169 to Ryan, drops an 83. Ouch. Um, then Lamar's attack. Lewis is back in the win column after a couple of rough weeks. He drops a 145 to beat Simo 133. Uh, Lath wins again. Uh, go DJ, that's my DJ, with 102. Wins he with had no business being in
1: that game, by the way, because he, he had, like, five people starting in that, that London game, and basically
0: they all put up duds. Gallagher's team, like... Just chat the bed, dude. Yeah, he beats Gallagher. Gallagher dropped to 99. And then, last but not least, um, Tom's squad, which is Dave, wins the Daily Daves, 135-2 against Andy, a 102.
1: You know, Dave's kind of putting together something interesting on his I th- I think
0: is a potential, uh, you know, maybe a dark horse. In yeah, make, right it a, make it a push in the playoff. Yep, so that makes Davey's fifth Right now, ranked fifth. Andy's still in the 12th spot. But Andy's got a lot of points, though. Yeah. Gallagher's 10. Late's 2. Simo's 9. Lewis is 3. is right in the mix. Could you go in any other random order? 8th. I'm <laughs> just going up. Ryan's 4th. The Wild's 11th. Channel's 1st. And I'm 7th. And McCarthy's 6th. Ouch. Yeah. All right, now, it's a big week. I mean, we, we
1: structure our league a little differently. Our last three weeks of the regular season, we, we play our division uh, just like the first three weeks. So this is the last game before really the divisional beatdown, you know, when we're just beating up each other, trying, you know, fight and claw for that last playoff spots. Um, I'm going to put two minutes on the clock. You think we're going to be able to do this? Probably
0: We've not. We've been terrible. I'm going to go way
1: over. Yeah, you've been way over. You know I how mean, computers Well, you sports. know what, you've got to put some pep in your staff. Okay. Let's get some let's get well, some. Well, why don't
0: you start it off and you break?
1: Do you want to you want to start with your game first? I'm going to start with your game first. All right, I'm gonna, I I got to get 2 minutes on the clock. Yeah.
0: Clock and clock Get in the clock. All right. Hang on, hang on. Let me
1: Let's let's figure it out. I'm going to go you first against time squad so here. All right. 2 minutes starts. Ha <laughs> hike. All right. Uh Commission against Steuben. Look, Randy's projected one basically 144. Steuben's projected a 120. He's got to start Cannonhill against Kansas City. Ugh. Even though, don't give me this, Cannon Hill's been great. I get it, but you hate to start him. Um, Look, McCaffrey against Green Bay kills.
0: Uh, I like golf off a bye. I'm going to take Randy this week. I'm feeling confident my team. Hopefully get back in the win column. All right. Uh, look,
1: Channel is hot right now at 6-3. He's going against more than a feeling, which is Ryan. Right now, Ryan's projected a win. Uh, he's starting Josh Allen at Cleveland, which I kind of like. I like the Pascal start just on a whim, which is kind of interesting to me. Um, look, Channel starting Godwin Shepard, who is, you know, might – if one more concussion, he might die. And then Deontay Johnson. I'm not loving those matchups, but – you know, I'm going to go with – I'm actually going to go Ryan. I think uh, Channel loses two in a row here.
0: I think I'm taking Channel. All
1: right. Uh, next matchup, uh, McCarthy, who was down on his team, all of a sudden is kind of getting hot lately against Lewis. Projections 133-131. So it is a dog fight folks. Um, look, Lamar Jackson at Cincinnati, he might go for a 60. Is that possible, 60-piece? Yeah. Um, so I think that alone gives Lewis a huge time edge. Lockett's been unstoppable Monday night. you got to like those points. As I'm looking at McCarthy's team, he's getting Mahomes back. You know, I'm assuming he has a big game, too. Evan Ingram's officially out, so I don't know what McCarthy's going to do at tight end. I'm going to go Lewis on that one. I'm going to go Lewis as well. All why? There we go. Um, Simo, King of the Hillverse, uh going to Breeze right by you. Uh, he gets Breeze against Atlanta, which I like. Garoppolo versus Seattle, Monday night. And, uh, I think Breeze kind of has a huge game. I like Adams. I think Adams can score twice. Mahomes and Tyreek. I don't know. I think it's a close game. I think this one's actually going to be a shootout. I'm going Gallagher, though.
0: I'm going Gallagher, too, just because they said David Johnson's going to play. He's got Kendrick Drake starting right now.
1: Go, DJ. That's my DJ versus um, – uh-oh. Didn't get there. We still got a couple more. Um, Look, I think Andy needs a win. He's crawling. He's got A.J. Green starting. I don't know if I like that. Whew, he's got Gallup, and I don't know. Man, his receivers are struggling. Jameis against Arizona, you got to like that matchup. Cook, Dalvin Cook versus Zeke Sunday night. That's a little tasty for me. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to go Andy. I think Leith wins again. Interesting. All right, finally, Mikey Hair versus Waldo. I don't call my own game right now. Projection, Waldo 126. Mikey Chest Hair 124. What do you
0: like? I think this is the game of the week, and I think it all depends on what Trotter gets out of Danny Amendola. I gave him a kiss of death last week, but we will see, and we will know a lot what Melvin Gordon does Thursday, I think. He has a good game Thursday, will uh, but I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take Mikey Mack. Oh, why'd you do it to me? Oh,
1: I hate to hear that, dude. Oh Ugh. okay, I'll get over it. <sighs> frick. Alright. Now Frick, I feel like, what are you, Philip Rivers? You yeah, can't say the F word? Frickin' frick. Now, I mean, look, people are ranting and raving. People are calling me out on the Davy Dimes picks. Look, I'm telling you what, this my guy, my insider knows some stuff about college football it's insane now i didn't give you he gave me seven picks last week i'm i'm not even i'm not even joking you I could show you the thread on the text message He gave me seven picks. I only gave you two just because I did not want to you know um clog the brain but he hit on both uh the navy pick he hit on both both navy picks and then he also got in on the uh the over on the what was the other one that you bet?
0: Oh, uh, it was like SMU and SMU, else. SMU, uh,
1: Memphis. Yeah. He nailed that, so he was three and zero last week. Look, he's gonna come back to me uh, tomorrow with some picks. We're gonna tweet those out. The Davy Dimes Dark Special.
0: Yeah, just like a good dope dealer, it just gives you a little taste to De- get you hooked. T- and I'm those. all in. I parlayed it and I, I won pretty big. So I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan. You could say I'm okay. a fan.
1: That's great. Now uh, we're also a fan of the mortgage payments. So Randy. Tell the listeners how they're going to win some money this week. Um, lately, I
0: would say I, I went back and looked at uh, all the mortgage payments. You'd break it out 50 really? 50. This is go time. It's you know, yes. go time now. Week 10, we, now you got the, the feel of the NFL. Now we're making some good plays, and now we're winning some money. Okay. So, first, we got the Bills plus three at the Browns. That's shocking. Is that, that can't be right, right? It is, it, is, it is right. I don't get that. And I am betting the bills. And I'm betting the cell phone, the cell phone uh-huh. payment, the cell phone bill uh, for the bills. And we're going to take the bills. How do you feel about that? You know,
1: defense carries, whether it's on the road. I mean, defense always plays. Look, uh, the Bills' defense is for real, I think. Um, the Browns' offense is not. So I, I like that pick from you.
0: Next, we'll do a little, uh, we'll do a little utilities. And that's Arizona plus four and a half. Another, I'm taking another road dog. Um, I'm gonna sprinkle a little bit on that, but the over it's the Arizona's plus four and a half at the Bucks, but the over under is at fifty two, and I'm hammering the over. Um,
1: look, the Bucks defense can't stop a nosebleed. Arizona's defense um can't stop a um. What's another thing that it's hard to stop? It's like a chainsaw through butter. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Okay. I guess you... Arizona can't stop a mosquito bite in the summer. You know what I'm trying to say?
0: No, yeah. Especially in Chicago. Especially in Chicago.
1: Those things just... Those
0: skeeters. Those skeeters. Um, next, we got Vikings at Cowboys. Cowboys are oh, minus... Sunday night taste, too. Yeah, Cowboys are minus three. And over-under is 48. I'm taking the... I'm going to parlay this, and I'm going to take the Cowboys minus three and the under at 48.
1: I like the under call by you. I can see it being like a 17... Eh, like a
0: 24, 14 type game. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, last but not least, first off, we could do the Bears-Lions. Lions are plus two and a half at the Bears. Do you want to touch it?
1: No, but I think the Bears win. you think they got to? They got to. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. What Like, I what is know. Sports Talk Radio
0: going to be like in Chicago? Uh, if they go like, three and six,
1: I mean, what's going to happen? Heads will roll. Yeah. they. Got, I mean, they have to win. I mean, every game is pretty much a must win, considering how stacked NFC is, so.
0: Oh, you what are you talking about? Like playoffs?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not the saying they can make the are playoffs, over, I'm saying, But you know, you playoffs. Know, you know, people in that locker
0: room still think that they can make the playoffs. Um, I don't know. Okay. Well, apparently ah. they don't want to watch the news. Yeah. Or. I'm liking all your bets so far, though. By the way. And last but not least, Monday night, this one I'm betting the mortgage payment. Seahawks plus six at 49ers. I I know we picked a lot of a lot of our uh, road dogs in this mm-hmm. game. Yeah. But I like Seahawks plus six at forty nine. A lot of
1: points for a team that I think is just better than the forty nine ers. I know the forty nine ers are defeated, but look, I just I just trust Russell Wilson.
0: Who the they they almost they was a close game against Arizona last week, and this is a division game. Who have the Seahawks? I mean, who have the forty nine ers really
1: beat? No idea. I mean, I remember them beating the brace off Cincinnati.
0: I remember them. You know, they beat Carolina, breaks play Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, Carolina's kind of uh, in the playoff mix, but really, who have they? A top echelon team, and what uh, what top end quarterback have they beaten? That, n- none, none. And they haven't played the Rams yet, as well. Yeah, no, I agree. I
1: like. I'm not all in on the Forty Nine ers. Just how didn't you know? I know people are gonna be all. Oh, over he just say this. But I dude, I I was you know tweeting this out like could we just pump the brakes on New England's defense? Could could they play somebody? And then I know Lamar Jackson's just unreal, but I mean that defense did not look good. So I mean Grappos beat Tampa, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Um, they beat the Rams. They did. That's that's the game, and then they beat Washington, Carolina, Arizona. So one of those teams is is legit. So, all right. Yeah. I one of the rare times we all agree on everything.
0: Yeah, that's bad news for the it all.
1: True, true, true. Um, uh, wow, hey, a little longer, but I kind of got a little long winded when I'm talking about
0: just how much I'm
1: loving Miles Gaskin
0: and all Cincinnati players. Yeah,
1: we wanted we did a deep dive on Cincinnati players. I don't know why. Oh man, so, uh but just hey, good luck, hey, you know. Hometowners, these guys are getting in the playoff picture. All the, all everybody that we know. Good luck in your, you know, this is the the final stretch here to make your run. So good luck on that. It's a race to seven. Race to seven. Check out, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, that type of thing. Um, yeah, and as always, I'm Mikey Mack. That's the commissioner, Randy Hansen. Remember, never too late. Come relax at the lounge. Take care, y'all.
0: Good night, fellas.